What's up, y'all? Back at it again with another episode of the Working Actor Podcast. This particular episode, I'm super excited. I got Keisha Lee in the studio, and we're going to be talking about that business and that creative. See, this is one of the topics I really want to get to, because as actors, a lot of times we find ourselves focusing on the creative. Yes. But it's a business. It is a business. It is an entertainment business, right? Period. And I wanted to bring you on particularly because I know you have been able to navigate the business side, mm-hmm. intermingling your creative. I mean, some genius stuff you've been doing. And I ain't going to give away all the juice up front. But if you are tuning in, you are in for a treat because this particular guest, Keisha Lee, is going to be able to tell us how to seriously navigate through the creative and the business aspect. So you got your start in creative or business. What would you say would be your first thing that pushed you off? Definitely the creative. Mm. I was wanting to create my own content, to have my own work. Ownership. Ownership, right? I was pouring into other people. I started on the education side of it. So I was teaching and pouring into my students. But I was like, I want my own (laughs) claim to fame. I want to brand and have my own business. So I started my show called Lessons with Mrs. Lee. I saw you on YouTube (laughs) with it and everything. Watching my show without my permission. (laughs) Yes. And so that was the thing that did it. It blew up. I got all kind of features and... Um, big name guests and big name shout outs. And so that's what did it. I was like, oh my goodness, number one, I can do this. It's such a natural. I mean, I was like, okay, with the journalism, bring it forward then. <laughs> so, so what inspired that though? Like what inspired that creative impulse in that season just to come with like, okay, I want ownership, but in this particular way, I want ownership where I'm in front of the camera. Because a lot of people, some creative is like writing. Some creative is other avenues for you it was in front of the camera why that okay so it's kind of a two-part answer Uh i started out as a tv news reporter so i'm used to being in front of the camera but i started teaching tv and film and so i had to learn production right and i was like i hate this right (laughs) i mean i'm used to writing and thinking of what and presenting information and producing it but i'm not used to the camera and the microphones and the lights and all the equipment but that opened the gate for me i'm so thankful i had to do that part of it i saw all the possibilities so i was always in front of the camera but not in a creative way, scripted, Mm. hard news, the bad news, the bad stuff. And so when I started teaching TV and film and I loved it and I poured into my students, I wanted my own thing. And so it costs though, right? It costs. Getting your own thing costs you to navigate, to pivot. How did you handle having to go from creative to business, intermingling both? Was that a juggling act for you or was that something that you began to be a natural with? So I made the mistake that most creatives do. Mm. I just started creating. (laughs) And I'm pumping out content. I'm like, lessons with Mrs. Lee. I'm booking guests. I'm blowing up. I'm I'm doing great things. I I was like, this is my claim to fame. This is what I'm supposed to be doing. The universe was showing me. I felt like that this is it. But I wasn't handling the business part. Mm. And let me tell you what made me handle the business part. People started stealing, ripping me off using my wording, using my taglines. And I was like, this is so dead wrong. I did the business because first I was furious, angry, very upset. Then I thought, girl, you own to something. Mm, if people, they got to take it, come on baby, with it. <laughs> people don't steal stuff if you're not doing you anything. Work, man. That's right. So pranking out all of that content 
people stealing and kind of doing bad deals made me deal with the business aspect. Okay. Dealing with the business, you got to deal with the business. But it's so frustrating as creators. I feel like, and, and many creators can say that, especially actors, it can be stifling for your creativity. But then the demand for, like you said, to protect your intellectual property, to protect your likeness and image, I mean... You have to do it. It's a necessary thing. You have got to it. do it. And handling the business part also helps you monetize mm. your... IP. Talk that talk. You got to monetize. <laughs> I don't work for free. Yes, right. I can teach you, but I have to charge. Right. Right? And so you don't want to give away your value, your, your genius, your craft. And so I'm thankful for the dirty people. I thank y'all. <laughs> I'm happy for them because it forced me to. I'd already created so much. Mm. So take a step back. And now let's build that business part of yeah. it. Let's get these business entities in, in place. So I started doing a workshop. I, once again, I talk myself up on a workshop. I go into a library branch. I see they're offering all of these workshops. And I'm like, these are amazing. So I attended one. Yeah. And I said, y'all should let me teach this. I will kill it. <laughs> and they were like, would you really? And, I mean, literally, I talk myself yeah. up on an opportunity. So I had to name it, Filmmaking mm. 101. I had to do a description. That's and right. I had to... You know, build out what the workshop will cover. And let's talk about that because, like, proof of concept and that you can deliver is always important. So, that book you're speaking of, come on with it, man. <laughs> hey. That's that filmmaking 101 by Keisha Lee. Come on now. With this book, you was able to take your creative and then turn it into mingling, intermingling with your business savviness. And it's a proof of content. This is what you can do with your creative to That's package it. it and then distribute it in multiple ways. And as actors, I feel like we also need to learn how to package yes. our creative yes. and format that into a business aspect. And I know you're working on some stuff that will empower actors to do the same thing you did, but in a different vein. So I'm excited because I knew that you would be the resource that actors need to tap into. Well, thank Come you. Come on. So yeah. tell me about this success because so, Amazon, you know baby, what I'm saying? Bestseller. Okay, Come on, one it. of the bestsellers. So you know what honestly, I'm let me tell you about the journey. So I started my show. Mm-hmm. And then I was not able to, it wasn't costing me any money, but it, mm. I wasn't making the money. So I started with the workshop. It yes. blew up. Everybody booked me, busy, paid the rate that I wanted. I was like, wow, I only, I loved my show. I thought mm. that was my legacy, as they would say, my yeah. claim to fame. This workshop was taken off. So I did the workshop. And then I had to do a film because if I'm building myself in That's filmmaking right. 101, I can't just be a teacher. I have got to practice what I preach. That's right. You know, I'm not only a client, I'm a filmmaker. <laughs> I'm a player it. president. So I went from <laughs> I went from the workshop mm. to from the from the show to the workshop, made a film, got it selected into the Georgia Documentary Film Festival, nominated for an award. Um, yes, yes. Yeah, baby. <laughs> and then someone's like, you got to do a book. Mm. So then I did the book. And then I did my business. So everything kind of necessitated the other thing. Mm. And everybody's different. Some people have tons of great content. Right. But they don't have that business aspect. Right. Other people, they have the workshop, the logo, yes. the website. Yes. And, and ain't selling nothing. Ain't yes. booking nothing. And so I, I love how you, you basically made different outlets 
for revenue, mm-hmm. but also for that creative to push through. That's because it. sometimes if you got one pipeline, like you said, you got to scream it out. You scream know, it out. you know, prioritize what's gonna be here, what's gonna be there. But you didn't, you didn't get. It seems, correct me if I'm wrong. You didn't get overwhelmed with trying to do all the things at one time. It seemed like they were progressionary steps that you took. I really followed the signs. Mm, come on, I followed the signs. Like I had the show. Then I had the workshop, and people were stealing it. That's mm. why it's now called <laughs> it's now called Keisha Lee Presents Filmmaking 101. Right. Specifically because Understood. I pitched it to other. So I was in the libraries heavy, making that money, but it was only in the summer mm-hmm. because I was a teacher at the time. So I wanted to build this out. I knew I was on to something. When yeah. people pay you to do something, that's another gem. Mm. When they pay you to do something, never do it for free again. Mm. When you get that first, I don't care if it's $50. Facts. From then on, it's $50 and more. Facts. Because a lot of actors, when they start off, they're doing like free work. Oh, yeah. Yeah, free work. And that's cool. You know, you, and I say it like this payment is not always in the form of monetary exchange. Exactly. You you know what I mean? So I'm building my portfolio. I have. Uh, elements that I can put on my demo reel. Absolutely. That stuff is valuable, it right? It is very valuable. Very valuable. Very uh, valuable. Credits are valuable. But Absolutely. then, like you said, once you hit that Benjamin, you know what I'm saying? Once, once that green paper touch your hand, it's contagious. It is addictive. Oh, come on. You're like, it. I got to have it. <laughs> so that's important. And let me tell you this. You made a great point. You know, credits are important. Yeah. Um, getting real material is important. But you got to know what you're doing is valuable. Get them to pay you something, Mm, $50, $100, because that's the difference between an amateur and a professional. Yeah, that's true. I get paid for what I do. That's true. So you're still, if you're not getting paid, you're at an amateur level. That's true. And you have to believe in yourself and in what you're doing and say, Mm. I need, give me what you got. What you got, 200? It, It struck a chord because I remember when I first started off in acting, and I was timid about asking for that money mm-hmm. because I was like, oh, shoot, it's a great opportunity. They just asked me to, you know. And I was like, hold on. I'm finna see what's up. Mm. So come to find out, they had a couple hundred, hundred, Yeah. And so what I was thinking, and it was pitching to me in the initial stage, it's like, hey. And I think one of the key things that I learned is representation is important. That's it. Even if you don't have an agent, even if you don't have a manager, you got a homegirl or a homeboy or or a mama, auntie, or your brother. Someone other than self. And let me tell you the key thing about emails, they ain't never got to see nobody. That's it. So if you just starting off, you can have a designated email address that is where you handle your business through. And and maybe it's your partner, somebody that's actually managing that to say, hey, this is the rate. Until you get there. So I think, yeah, you have to. Okay, so let's stop right here because this is the gem that you've just shared. Let go. So that's what I had to do. I was always accepting. People say, Keisha, can you come host my red carpet? Mm. Keisha, can you come judge? I have a film um, festival that I do. Can you be a judge? Can you do a workshop? And I was like, ah, I want to help my people. I want, and and it's it's always a benefit. All publicity is good. But I said, I'm getting taken advantage of. Mm. So I got to figure out something. I did just like you said. I started an email. Oh, send that request to this email. <laughs> you know, all the things you just spoke of. Send me an email. Yeah. Send that email. Yeah. And so eight out of the ten people would not even send the email. Mm. So I blocked out the nonsense just by having that professional system. Mm. And Come then, like you said, you have a friend that answers those emails. Keisha's rate for this 
Keisha's speaking rate is that. Her hosting rate is that. Yes. It ain't Keisha saying. And so I always say, I hope y'all can work it, ain't it out. Personal. Right. Yeah, I hope y'all can Yeah, send that send that request to to my booking email yeah. and I hope y'all can get that worked out. Mm-hmm. So then they like, oh, no, she's for real. <laughs> they they don't do that when they feel like, okay, she she yeah. got her business in order. That's right. And I think it's important to have your business in order. You know what I mean? The ducks in order. And this business changes. I mean, mm-hmm. media is changing so much, right? You're like, you don't have to sit and wait for somebody to pick you up. You can produce your own content. That's it. You can put yourself out. You have smaller platforms that's always looking for content now. The terrain is totally different. Oh my gosh. Right? So now, if you know you're creative, now you can figure out the business component that will fuel your creative to get there mm-hmm. into the hands, into the eyes, and into the pockets as that's you go. <laughs> and I think that's important for creators because how can we create if we don't have the finances the to continue to do it? The resources to do it. Yeah. And so, one of the rules of thumb, right? Mm-hmm. Um, do a little, do all your stuff, right? But I sat down and said, I'm doing a show, I'm doing a workshop, I'm doing films, I'm doing this, I'm creating so much content. What is working for me? Mm. And I was like, oh my God. What's working for you? That's working. My workshops are working. They are paying me for this. So I hated it, Adam, but I had to let go of the show. Not Mm. let go of it, but I put it kind of on the shelf. And I put my filmmaking on the shelf because this is paying me. So it's interesting. That's that's more of like integration, right? That's it. A- understanding what integrates to what. Mm, that's interesting. And that's actors good. always ask me, well, what do I focus on? What's paying you? <laughs> right. I wanted, my show was my mm. baby. It was my mm. first thing that I, it was my firstborn creative mm. child that I'd ever mm. done on my own. It, I got awards and features. Like, that was my thing. But I'm like, this workshop is the ish. <laughs> it wasn't sexy. When I tell somebody I have a show, yeah. they they see my show they like oh she for real I booked everybody no one told me now mm. like big time people they would see what I was producing so I thought my show was it but yeah. that workshop was getting booked and busy and paid yes and for you it was your show it was the presentation of what you do as a journalist it was the information and the knowledge mm-hmm. that you bring and present in such a unique way right mm-hmm. but for others it may be actors in particular it may be hey it's my demo reel it's my presentation it. as an actor right but how do they learn from what you have done in merging that business and the creative for an actor how how do you think the components for them would be? That's a that's a perfect question. And so how you merge it is, once you kind of see what's working, right? And you got to create. And you, you might have to throw a lot at the wall <laughs> and see what sticks, right? Um, I'd like to give a quick example. Um, her, her name is Pamela the Beauty, mm-hmm. right? Pamela, I was a line producer on an independent film, and she was the main actress. And so she has a fitness brand. Mm. Okay. And so she, when she teaches fitness, she teaches actors kind of things they can do. And so she, she integrated. Yes. So she has a money-making entity, a whole business. Yeah. And then she, she trains mm. actors. I'm like, it's brilliant. Yes. You know, so she's always working and she's always networking yeah. and she's always meeting the people that she needs to meet. But she created her own thing because she need to make money mm. when she's not on That's set. And so those are the kind of things. What do you have? What can you do? But I did want to soundboard off of what you said about working actors. Sometimes they're not on set working as an actor, but they always have these creative ideas. They're always looking for like 
things to do outside of acting to still, you know, satisfy that craving of creating. Now, like what you said, do an inventory. Mm-hmm. Figure out what do you have because we don't solely have acting. Uh, mm-hmm. we, we love that, right? Mm-hmm. But we have other creative juices that run through us in and out. So figure out, evaluate what you have. Figure out how it can integrate Absolutely. without derailing your acting career, right? Taking that's away from it. the working actor. So I love what you said about going back to integration. I think that's a key component that, that we got to keep in mind. Yeah, and and, and Pam does that so well. There's another gentleman. His name is DeJour. He um, kind of, as he said, he retired and he started. He does his own um, film festival. It's mm. kind of all. It's very pattern close to make uh, the 48 hour film project he okay. does an eight hour make a film in eight hours it's <laughs> called mafia hey and so i've judged for him mm-hmm. and i've i've worked with the actors and the filmmakers and i'm like this is brilliant brother mm. right he's made his own um web series so he has yeah. found a way to create to yeah. act to write and do all of these things and still pump out content and make money yeah, I think that's key. I want you to leave us, because I know you got that sauce. We do this all day with you. But I want you to leave us with something you feel like working actors can take away from this conversation to say, Keisha Lee, we saw you do it. We know you done did it. You know what I'm saying? You got proof of content and you continuously doing it. What would you tell them to empower them to do it? To turn their creative into that business entity and to be able to push it where they can make finances off of it. How do you, how do, what would you say to them? Working actors, working actors only. This is what I have for you. The three C's. Mm, Come on. So we all know we have to create content. But there are three C's that you need to do. So you have to assemble a crew. Mm. And you and I touched on that. You have to have that homegirl, that friend, that auntie. So you have to have, if you look at Issa Rae, she had her crew. If you look at Ben Affleck and Matt Day, everyone had a friend, a crew that they worked with. And so we're creating together. So get your crew. That's Mm. tip number one. The second thing is consistency. You must Keep throwing it at the wall. Keep throwing that crap at the wall. See what's sticking. Once you see the engagement, once you see comments, likes, and views, create more of that. Mm -hmm. And the last thing you have to do is cultivate your business and your brand. Organize it. Be thoughtful about what you're putting out there. Don't follow Adam and Keisha. Do your own thing. I think if you follow those three C's working actors, only you can blow up and no one can do what you do. Man, come on, y'all. Y'all know what it is. Dropping jewels after jewels after jewels. Man, come on, y'all. <laughs> Keisha Lee done came in this thing. Hey, I appreciate you coming through, Keisha Absolutely. Lee. We are honored to have you and continuing success with that filmmaking 101. That was a brilliant and genius idea how to Thank package you. your creative and move it into the business. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Working Actor Podcast. Y'all know what it is. I'm your host, Adam Weiss. Stay tuned for the next one. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha